Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to our second podcast of the year. Um, we're going to get into a more regular uh, timing of this, uh, going every every week from now on. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about stacks. Um you know, I, I I know that in talking with Austin in the past, Austin is is a guy who likes stacks. Yeah, I mean it, it depends on the league. You know, I mean I before this year I was primarily just redraft. So you draft a new team every year. Yep. And in redraft, you hit on a stack. You know, you get a you know something crazy like a somehow you you know like last year it was a little more doable you get like an aj brown jalen hurt stack yep that's crazy you know crazy good but obviously if you miss on one then you know like a herbert and a keenan allen last year would have killed you right you know that would have been your but, t- but at but, at some yeah. point in time i mean it, it, I, when i think of a stack i think of you know a season long play yep um yeah if you draft two guys and and hope that they they turn out and one of them gets injured, well, you're going to replace him anyway. Yep. So it, it no longer becomes a stack in a sense. Yep. Um, I also, you know, some of the things that I, I did, I, I went through and I, I looked at some comparisons. Um, and, and, you know, thinking back to, you know, you, you've got really three stacks. You've got a QB running back stack. You've got a QB wide receiver stack. You've got a QB tight end stack. Mm-hmm. The only QB tight end stack I would probably want is Mahomes and Kelsey, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so expensive. I mean, you, right, it's, it's right. borderline impossible right. to do that. In, in my 16-team league, I would say there is zero chance of getting those two, even if you pick toward the end of the first round and toward the beginning of the second round, mm-hmm. I guarantee you both of them are probably gone in the first. Yeah, even in a, like, even in a redraft like we're talking about, you know, to... to to pay that much to get that stack, which is a great stack. Right. I mean, you've got Mahomes, and then you've got the by far and away the number one tight end. Right. But you also look in those two rounds what you're not skipping, you're kind of missing out on. Yeah. You know, you take you Kelsey. You have no running backs. You know, say and in my say s- you're pick seven, you take Kelsey, which is totally fine. If you want to do that, go for it. But then you come back around to round two where Mahomes pick, is going. Pick with, 20, you know, and th- but he's yeah. not... Oh, oh, you mean in well, a, yeah. uh, a yeah, smaller? Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's going and, like and I second think, round. I think in an eight, ten, and maybe a twelve-team league, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also depends. You know, eight, ten, and twelve-team leagues are, are just—I mean, they're not so foreign to me because I yeah. do play in them. But the one that I've been in for thirty-two yep. years or so is a. 16 team two running back team or league Mm -hmm. and and every year you know and and we've been talking about this every every time we talk about something related to running backs it's nearly impossible to get two starters Mm -hmm. yeah so when you're going tight end quarterback and and there have been you know there's a guy in our league that goes wide receiver wide receiver every year he goes takes the top you know whoever the two best wide receivers are at the time and he hopes that a running back 
that he picks who's some second stringer or, you know, a rookie that hasn't, you know, developed yet and, and hasn't proven themselves. He's hoping that that's going to be his play. Um, and I've never been that guy. I'm always the guy who, you know, if I draft three running backs in the first three rounds, it shouldn't be a surprise yeah. because then you've got stuff to trade with. Um, to me, there are only 32 starting running backs, albeit there are some yep. running back by committees. Yeah. So it's just one of those, you, you, you know, you got to make sure you've got what you need. So I would even, you know, I would venture to say I would probably not look at any of these stacks other than possibly QB running back stack. Mm -hmm. So I I did a little bit of of information gathering today, and I took a look at uh, two sets of players that are very close in what they scored last year. So we've got Herbert and we've got Eckler. Mm -hmm. That's my stack. And my non-stack was Goff, who performed right where Herbert was, and Henry, who performed right where Eckler was. And in going through it, now, in week eight for um, for the Chargers, you need to find both a running back, an extra running yeah, back, yeah. and a, a quarterback. Yep. So, you know, that, that right away is a bad thing. Now, of all the weeks played, so 17 minus the bye, so 16 weeks, so I'm including week 17 as the, the championship yeah, yep. uh, because, you know, unless you're in a really dumb league, you don't have any a week 18 championship. Um, I took the, the cutoff to be under 25 points between the two of them because if you aren't getting 25 points yeah. out of your quarterback and, and your running top back. right uh, running back, <laughs> you, you have problems. Yeah, oh, for sure. So in week three... Herbert and Eckler had 20.85. Um, they barely squeaked by in week six with 25.1. They had 20.3 in week 10. They had 24.85 in week 15. So first week of the playoffs, if you're in a three-week playoff um, setting, you're struggling. Now, week 17, they threw up 48.9 points. So if yeah. you're in the championship, you probably had a good shot there. Oh, yeah. Now we look at Goff and Henry. Um, they actually shared a buy, and I didn't hmm. choose it because yeah. of that. So <laughs> just coincidence, right? Coincidence. Um, you'd end up in the same position. Yep. They had a week of seventeen point six in week seven. They had a week of twenty three point nine in week ten, and they only scored twenty four point nine five in week seventeen. However, Derrick Henry sat out. Yeah. So you would have known that and you would have replaced mm-hmm. him and you still would have gotten decent numbers. Yeah. Now, they had uh, many games in the 40s, upper 30s, 40s. They had a 57.7 in week four. Yeah. They had a 55.65 in week eight. Uh, looking the other way, it was a 53.9 in week four by Herbert Neckler. Um, other than that, they didn't break 50. They were usually in the... Low to mid thirties to mm-hmm. upper forties. So, is there a huge advantage? I think if you're going with something like Herbert Eckler, I would go that way. Yeah, you too. I mean, uh, you know, if you're looking at the stats, you know, you're like, eh, it's pretty even. You know, you kind of 
whichever way you want to go. Um, obviously, with fantasy football, there's a lot of nuance and a lot oh, of things yeah. that go into it, like Herbert having busted ribs half the season, it seemed like. That Chargers offensive line was not very good. You know, Eckler obviously being a PPR monster, you know, kind of up and down, um, you know, a little bit. But, you know, so you look at that and you go, you know, my mind automatically went, well, you get a healthy Herbert, like this season coming into it, like everybody's kind of, you know, hyping up the Chargers to be this offensive juggernaut. You know, you got a fully healthy Herbert, Eckler, mm-hmm. uh, Keenan Allen coming in healthy. You know, they draft uh, uh, Johnson, Johnson or Johnston or whatever, yep, Quentin Johnston, yep. um, you know, who is, you know, seeing the, the Twitter hype videos of, of training camp, him making some really, really nice catches, um, you know, so everybody's expecting this huge explosion of offense from the Chargers, you know, which, I mean, I'm buying into it, but, you know, you look at that full healthy season, you know, a stack with Herbert and Eckler, you know, sky's the limit where every week they could have been potentially in True. that 40-point range. And the funny you know. thing is, the funny thing is that it was weeks one, two, and three when Herbert, or uh, Eckler went 7.29.45.3. Yeah. So he was really bad those first three weeks, and then he took off. He was at... Mm-hmm. Uh, 28.9, I mean, he was he was putting up almost 20 some points by himself yeah. a lot of those weeks. So, you know, when when Herbert wasn't playing as well, you know, weeks 9 and 10 where he's 14.55, 14 points, 23.7, well, outside of one where Eckler had 6.3 points, he was throwing up 16, 17 points. Yeah. So it wasn't hurting them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm more apt to stack a running back with a quarterback, especially if they're a receiving running back, yeah. because of the fact that it's it's two different things. One is the rushing and some receiving, and one is the passing. Mm-hmm. In, so let's let's take a look at, um, our our stack that I chose for for uh, QB wide receiver because I want to make some comparisons between mm-hmm. the two. So I took Cousins and Jefferson yep. um, mainly because it, it's it's a realistic stack. Yeah, in a sixteen team league, you could get this. Oh yeah, um, Kirk fairly Cousins easily. Is like seven. I mean, still getting. I mean, he's a a slightly above average quarterback. I mean, fantasy wise, kind of average. But I mean, you know, he goes actually pretty late you know and obviously jefferson you know you better hope you have the one or the two pick <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but yeah um so and and who i matched them up with are guys who perform just a, a point or two below mm-hmm. and that was trevor lawrence and Devonte adams yeah so when i did that i looked at you know how they did over time and i i Put the cutoff at sixteen at uh, twenty points. Yep. If they scored fewer than twenty points between the two of them, it was bad. So, Cousins and Jefferson, fifteen point eight five in week two. Zero in the bye. Yep. Week seven. So you had to replace your quarterback and a wide receiver. Uh, week eleven, six point five five. And week seventeen, eleven point four five. Mm. Obviously, that was when um, Jair Alexander shut down Jefferson. (laughs) Um, And obviously, you know, 
you lose, you lose yeah. the Super Bowl that weekend if you have those two yep. in your stack. Now, the other two, under 20, what did I say, 20? Under 20, 20 yeah. um, 17.9 in week four and 8.45 in week eight. Neither of those were bye weeks. Yeah. The bye week for, um, I believe it was for, let me look. Yeah, for Devontae Adams was week six, and Trevor Lawrence threw up 26.55 by himself. Yeah. In Trevor's bye week, which was week 11, Adams threw up 26.1. So even in those two bye weeks, they were higher than the 20-point cut off. Yep. So they only were below it two times. And at the end, they were 35.3 points between the two of them. So I, I you know, herein lies my problem. When you throw two, your, your quarterback and your top receiver together, if one does bad, the other one yep. generally does bad. Yep. Unless someone got hurt or replaced, hurt and or replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, in the other one, where it was Lawrence and Adams, even when they had buys, yeah. remember, you're going to still be able to play someone oh, yeah. and pick up more points. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like you were going to win 15 of your 17 weeks, or you'd get, you'd get decent numbers. Yeah. Um, now, granted, you know, in week... Uh, 15, 14 and 15, 14, 15 and 16, you got 51.55, 57.3 and 46.45, which would have gotten you into the championship yeah. game only to have the 11.45 points yeah. and to lose. Uh, on the other side, you had um, in weeks 14, 44.2, 15, 34.8, 16, uh, seventeen thirty-five three. So you were mm-hmm. still you still had a chance to win your championship. Yeah. Um, obviously, an Adams and Lawrence uh, matchup, just like the Henry and Goff matchup. I mean, mm-hmm. you pro- Goff probably was going in the in my sixteen team league was probably going in the fifth or sixth round. Yeah. So you had to take Henry in the first, but you had until the fifth or sixth. So you were filling up with stuff. Yep. Whereas, like we said, Eckler Herbert. You're going to need one and two, first, yeah. first and second rounds with them. Yep. With cousins, uh, with Jefferson, you're going to need one mm-hmm. top two pick, yeah. top oh, three yeah, pick, sure. and then cousins you probably could get in the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Um, Adams would have been a. I think I took him two oh one last year because I took Diggs and Adams. And that was that was actually no. Uh, what where did I draft? Oh geez, I think I got him like maybe even like two oh three. Okay, but that's in a twelve year, yeah. teamer. Twelve team. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I'm saying I'm guessing that he probably went uh, top of the second ish mm-hmm. round in our sixteen teamer, and you could have gotten Trevor Lawrence in probably the third or fourth round yeah. without a problem. Mm-hmm. So that availability thing. Yep. Comes into play. The if you're in a a league like mine where you have where you need two running backs, yep. doing something like this really takes away from your chance at you know, yeah. is and here's here's what I'm saying. I mean 
yes, I would have had to go Adams. I could have gone running back, running back next and still gotten Lawrence and had a better setup than Jefferson Cousins. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and like I said, I like Eckler Herbert because it's not, it's not a, a do or die. Like we said, 6.55, 11.45, and 15.85 in the non-bye weeks that didn't get them 20 points. Yeah. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas the two guys that aren't on the same team, you know, it, and that's the thing. If your quarterback is is crappy that week, if if the defense has schemed to make or, – or the running game yeah. is on fire. Yep. Well, guess what? If Delvin yeah. Cook – goes off for 200 yards, <laughs> and they don't need to throw the ball, your quarterback and your wide receiver are going to stink. Yeah, yeah, that's, like I said, you know, stacks, like I said, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't ever go into a draft with a set stack that I'm targeting. I mean, I, I you know, I kind of look through them and, you know, like 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 Oz said, I, I, I do kind of like it, you know, um, you know, because if you hit on one, it's great. You know, yeah, you got your bye week, but, you know, that's tough too. You know, you get later into the season and for your teams, you know, you got a good record. You know, you could probably, you know, if if you squeak a win out, great. If you lose, it's not end of the right, world, right. you know, kind of thing. And, and, so, and that's one of those yeah. things that it's, it's the same with the bye weeks. Yep. When you're looking at your players and you're drafting and you go, oh, geez, you know, I've already got a running back and a wide receiver on bye in week yep. X. And I'm thinking about drafting my first tight end, too. Yeah. And that same, same week, bye week yeah. am I willing to take one almost for sure loss mm-hmm. and have the majority of my good players out? Or do I want to do I want to stagger it? Yeah, I never really look at bye weeks. Either. I mean, I oh, I, I always do. I, to me, like I said, it, you know, you're gonna know probably within the first three weeks of the fantasy season if you have a good or bad team. <laughs> if you have a good team, then you can look at it and go, oh, okay, maybe week eight, I'd take a you know, I'd take a loss. I'm usually sitting you know, there at week twelve, thinking I still have a yeah, good team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you know, you get lucky in that situation, but no, 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 that, I'm yeah. I'm not saying I do. Oh, I'm just, saying just, I, yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, yeah. how are these guys not performing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so you know that, or you be a a good fantasy football team manager and try and make a trade. You know, help. You know. Maybe you have somebody in the league that's in the same problem you are, but their bye week is week seven and right. yours is week eight where all your guys. So, you you know, you make a trade that helps both of you or, right. you know, you get, you'll figure that's, something, you got to figure something out. I mean, but, obviously you don't want your two top running backs yeah. or your two top wide receivers or say your uh, quarter, your top quarterback and one of your running backs and one of your wide receivers to all be on by the same week. Yeah. Unless you're willing to take the loss. Yeah. See, I'm usually okay. I mean, I'm that, like I said, I just, I don't pay attention to bye weeks, you know, um, back when the, my main league with all those guys started, we, nobody really ever traded. You just drafted your team and that was kind of, it, I mean, we Fun. were, we were in seventh grade when oh, that okay. started. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, we were all young, you know, just something to do. Um, but you know, now, yeah, you know, usually by like week two, three, 
Um, that's when I like I'll hold my team for a couple weeks and just see what happens. And then after that, start putting some feelers out and everything. But um, yeah, so the bye week thing I don't really take into account. And then like I said, the stacks, uh, you know, you, if it happens, okay, you know. But like I said, I don't really. There's a, some of them that I'll look at and be like. Um, if the draft goes this direction, maybe this is something that I could, you know, pull off with a, you know, if you kind of go uh, wide receiver heavy in the first couple of rounds or you do running backs back to back or zero RB until late and you take a, you know, a, a Herbert in the third or fourth or something like that, you know. Right. It kind of depends on how your draft goes. You can't go into a draft expecting oh, you're going to oh, go. Agree. Like I used to go. I, it always happened, and the guys always used to give me so much crap for it. You know, you had the actual draft board with the stickers. Yep, yep. And mine would always be running back, receiver, running back, receiver, running back, quarterback, tight end. You know, like, that's just how it would kind of end up. Yep. Um, but, you know, obviously things change. You got guys like Justin Jefferson. You got a fully healthy Cooper Cup coming in, Jamar Chase. You know, these guys that demand – to be picked in the first like six picks of a fantasy draft now so if you're going to stick to that kind of every other okay but um i just did a, a mock draft last night and i went um chase and i think waddle like back to back or something like it and it was something weird but like i ended up super wide receiver heavy and then he took a couple um you know potential guys you know running backs later um but yeah so 12-teamer? Yeah, just because yeah. that's, like I said, that's the main, you right. know, that's how many, usually how many guys are in the leagues that I'm in anyway, so that's and, obviously and what that's, I mock to. So. And, and that's been my problem in the past when when I was down to one league and it was the same 16-team, two-running-back league. Yep. It, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to get past the losing any week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always wanted to win every week. And there there were years that I went like, I think I was 13-0 and 0 one year when when the season was, what, uh, 17 weeks or whatever. Yeah. And, yep. and uh, you know, it's it, it, it just depends on how things go. I always want to be competitive every week, but it's not a bad idea to say, I'm not going to be competitive in one week. One of the problems is... Our bench is only six players deep. So yes. you've got a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a kicker, um, or a tight end, a kicker, mm-hmm. and a defense. So you're using eight spots. If you go with one week of a lot of buys, you either have to pony up some money mm-hmm. and drop people and pick people yep. up because we pay for transactions yeah. versus, you know, there, there are so many leagues out there. Well, there's no charge for transactions people are always available <laughs> so it's 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 a different world so you really have to consider do i want to take the chance on having a running back and two wide receivers on a buy the same week yep. Man, maybe i do maybe i want yep. to get that out of the way maybe even my quarterback for all i care mm-hmm. because i can have two extra running back or uh, um, an extra running back and two wide receivers not a problem mm-hmm. so you know, similarly with stacking QBs with people, have you ever picked a wide receiver, two wide receivers from the same team? Not, not, not in a handcuff, yeah. like you would running backs. Yeah. But in a I, true, 
I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever have. I mean, I, you know, I just can't remember, but you know, I'm trying to think of like a, something like that would be, you know, maybe like three years, you know, or two years ago, you could maybe see somebody going Adams or like first couple picks when he was still on Green Bay and then round six going like Lazard, you know, something like that. But Lazard probably wasn't going to be your second starter. Well, yeah, but yeah, to go like... You just kind of hope that they're going to turn into something. Yeah, I mean, the one that comes to mind... That would be a great stack. I mean, Jefferson Thielen. A lot. Yeah, I mean, something like Thielen's cheap enough. You know, was cheap enough. You know, the last two seasons. I mean, know, he was going to get. He was going to get points. Yeah, yeah. Um, Metcalf um, and Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, and Lockett always um, seems Dig, to get Diggs yeah. and um, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. The, the, like I said, the one that comes to mind that is super expensive. And I mean, I if somebody did it, I mean. You got some Jamar and Cones would be Jamar Chase and T Higgins because yep. that's a first rounder and like a third round but, pick. But, but but what about uh, Tyreek yeah. and Waddle? True, I think those two are getting a little closer, even for like ADP and everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Waddle's kind of creeping up. Um, I mean, just after are... last year, but obviously all that hinges on Tua. But <laughs> oh, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I mean, and, yeah. and you know, that's you know, you talk about really throwing your eggs in one basket mm-hmm. if your quarterback craps boom you're done yeah. i mean you're like, getting like nothing I said, imagine going yeah fourth end of third early fourth on herbert last year and then going sixth on keenan allen yeah. you know because he was going a little later too you know and then keenan allen's out till week 12 or whatever and herbert's kind of up and down banged up you know had a bad for herbert had a had a bad season um you know so if you even if you're not spending a whole lot on a stack but they're two pivotal players on your team and it doesn't pan out you've really um you know you've really uh hamstrung your team you know, like that, then you're looking at trying to trade or do whatever or find a diamond in the rough like a like a crazy weird Brock Purdy for like three weeks last season, you know, right. <laughs> or you drafted, uh, you know, you got Justin Fields, you know, super late, you know, in his rookie season and, you know, towards the end popped off or you got him late again this, you know, this yeah. season. And then he turns out, you know, with the rushing being right. great. So yeah. How about, so, how about a three, three wide receiver stack? Jesus, that would be Met, Metcalf, um, Lockett, and Lockett. JSN. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, one one sneaky stack that I was thinking about on the way over here that that I actually kind of like um, is uh, you go Olave and like second, third, mm-hmm. and then end of draft Derek Carr. I would still try and get like a Tua or something in there. Yeah. But at the end, just throw in Derek Carr at the end and just see what happens. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, anytime you're taking, usually, usually, when you're taking your second quarterback, it's in case your yes. stud gets yeah. hurt or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, you're unless unless you're playing like like in ours. You know, if I take the 16th and 17th ranked uh, quarterbacks back to back. 
I'm not sure which one I'm going to play. Yeah. You know, that's, that's there's more a, streaming almost. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. There, yeah. there it's a difference. I waited until 15 quarterbacks were taken and I take the 16th and then I come back with the 17th because I know I want, and, and then yes, you know, you could have a receiver or a running back that goes with either one of those mm-hmm. and that stack would possibly work out fine. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not huge on it. Yeah. Um, however, if like I you know, I haven't, it, it seems like in the last three or four years, I've always been drafting at nine through 13, Yeah, which, which really limits, I'll never get an Eckler. I'll yeah. never get a Henry. I'll never get a Jefferson. I'll probably won't get an Adams this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I won't get a CMC and, and oh, like yeah, we've yeah. said, I, you know, I wouldn't have taken him, but, <laughs> but now I would consider it. Um, because he had a yeah. full season yeah. of of healthy play. Yeah. So you know, for the most part, unless I get uh, you know something in the top five, I'm dreaming anyway. Yeah. At a decent stack, and mm-hmm. and again, for me, it would be a running back QB. Yeah. Stack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's like I said, I, I I wouldn't ever recommend going into a draft and being like I'm gonna I'm gonna stack, like like we said Eckler and Herbert because that price tag, if you don't, you get somebody else in the league like I said that goes like first three rounds wide receiver somebody just that goes this is super zero RB, and you went quarterback running back in your first three rounds and you only get one other potential top receiver. By the time you get back around to get one of those guys, you're looking in but, the, you know. But there are, yeah. I mean, think about it. Um, you know, realistically, there are two or three wide receivers. And I'm not saying that, you know, so the, the top wide receiver on every team is, you know, and, and those fluctuate. I mean, Jefferson is far better than Christian Watson right now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... The point differentials are huge, but then you go to their second wide receiver, who would be pro- probably KJ Osborne or the or Addison, or Addison. Jordan Addison. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it depending upon where they show up, maybe a Romeo Dobbs is as good as they are. Yeah. So you start thinking about it. Well, when you count that, just with two receivers per team, that's sixty-four. Yeah. That's true. I can get. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm getting a Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. but if I've got two starting running backs, yeah, two of the better starting running backs, you know, top 15-ish, because some guys thought that they should take Kelsey and a quarterback yeah. or two and, and wide receivers. So I come out with, you know, uh, decent, you know, very good running backs. Mm-hmm. I can still get guys that are going to get me 12 points yeah. a game. That's true. And so... I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I've never been sold on it just because of the numbers. And, and, and like I said, only because of the format that we play in. Yeah. Our format dictates picking running backs first yeah. most of the time mm-hmm. for you to have a chance to, at winning the, the league. Yeah. Outside of that, you know, and, and like I said, having spent like 32 years in this, I yep. mean, you know, you weren't even born. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and I was your age. Yeah. 
I mean, what you are now, I was 32 years ago when yep. I started playing. Yep. And it's it's one of those, I, I out of all those years, the teams that win almost every single year are the teams that take two running backs very early. Yeah, obviously in that, that league set up, you know, like I've always been PPR. Yep. Uh, you know, we started, I think, at half point and then went to full point after like a couple of years of doing mm-hmm. it. So something like that, you know, and PPR is pretty popular. You know, I think it's become the most popular uh, scoring yes. format just because you can get, you know, insane, crazy numbers or you beef, you juice up the scoring in like that one league you were in last season. <laughs> you know, you just juice yeah, No, the, ju- the juice but, came yeah. from uh, from quarterbacks <laughs> getting points for uh, uh, completion. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, so Tom Brady throws for 45 completions or 40 completions. Mm-hmm. That's 40 points. Yeah, that was crazy. But, yeah, so, you know, you look at PPR, that's where, you know, like, like I said, the guys, you know, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, he's, you know, if you're number one overall, I think you've got two choices. You've got CMC or Justin Jefferson. And it all depends on how you want to start your team out. So what about Bijan? Not at one or two. Come on, everyone's saying that Bijan is the next guy. Actually, in that mock that I did last night, Bijan went first first overall. Yeah, I would, I would, (laughs) I mean, I I haven't looked at a lot of my. my... I mean, in Dynasty? Yeah, of course he's the one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In redraft full PPR? I mean, he's. You know, I'd be fine taking a middle first round. I mean, he's going to go middle to, you know, anywhere from, unless somebody's super high on him, I could see him going fourth and, to and who's, first. Obviously. And who's this quarterback? Desmond Ritter? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean. Well, uh, didn't you see that video of him juking that linebacker and then making a sweet catch on the sideline? No. Yeah, a video came out. He juked a guy and yeah uh, oh yes i did see that yes i did see that i I mean my my problem is that you know uh, cordero patterson was a stud what last year and the year before uh year before and then they had algier algier last year uh, but but yeah i guess yeah, and so the, the, those three guys were really good last year. Yeah, Algier yeah, was yeah. a thousand yard rusher. But but who was their quarterback? Was it Mariota last year? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So so is Desmond Ritter going to you know at least at least with Mariota you knew that he could throw the ball, you knew that you know there was some you know you've got you've got Pitts you've got um, Drake Drake London. London. Well, that's the problem with those two guys. Kyle Pitts is, you know, one of the best tight end, athletic tight end prospects in, in a long time, a long time yeah. but he's stuck in QB limbo uh, right yeah, now, yeah. you know. So, so I mean, it's kind of like they say in Green Bay, well, you know, everything is going to run through um, Aaron Jones mm-hmm. because if your quarterback is not doing well, well, then your running back will. Well, if, if you start crowding the box with eight and nine players, yeah. they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And and maybe Bijan is is just an unbelievable running back. Well, I think he's what I mean when he was in the in the draft process and the scouting process, um, you know, the combine and stuff. I think he a lot of people were saying he's the best running back prospect out of college since Adrian Peterson. Okay, so <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to yeah. see it. I want to yes. see it. Um, I mean, I, I just I, I I don't even know if I would take him. I might take him late. In a sixteen-team league, I might take him late in the first. Yeah. Now, 
I mean, he's, that's yeah, that's he's under the impression so that tough, that, that situation. Yeah. So I mean, you're talking Jefferson, mm-hmm. CMC, Eckler, um, Chase, Chase, um, Tyreek. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Tyreek is going to yeah. go that high. Um, mainly because we're running yeah. back heavy. Henry, Henry, Chubb, yep. Barkley, mm-hmm. um, Cook. If he signs to the Jets, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. but <laughs> I think I think as soon as Delvin Cook signs, his ADP is going to skyrocket but, again. But, but yes, but what does that do with Brees Hall? When's Brees Hall expected back? Midway through? Yeah, a couple weeks. I mean, through, yeah, uh, are are you gonna? Like that, you mean to tell me you're going to run? Delvin Cook over Brees Hall? I, I, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if Brees is the future, you know, if they do a, a one-year rental on Delvin Cook, I mean, then, yeah, I mean, I would keep Brees, you know, obviously mix him in and try and keep him game shape Keep them both stuff, health, but, healthy, right. Yeah, you know, but you're but, not but, right off of that injury. But then right yeah. away, Delvin Cook drops because Brees Hall comes back. Yeah. I, I mean, you at know that, that point, you're buying Delvin Cook for potentially, you know, whatever, how many, how, however long till Brees comes back to be the number one in New York with Rodgers and a little bit better line. And, you know, so yeah, <laughs> it's, that one's tough too, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the Bijan thing with the hype that he's getting, I mean, the, the talent's there, but it's, you know, like you said, it's the same with Kyle Pitts, same with Drake London. Yep. You know, they're like, oh, these guys are so great. Kyle Pitts is the best tight end prospect in right. a long time. Hey, I have him on my, uh, stuck. yeah, I have him on you know, my. Um, he was a nightmare last season for fantasy yeah, yeah. managers because you, you He's took been a him. nightmare nightmare for as yeah. since he came in. You, you paid some guys, were you know, some people were paying a fourth rounder for Kyle Pitts, you know, last mm-hmm. year. And then he stinks because the team stunk right. and you can't get rid of, you can't trade him for what he's truly value, you know, his true value as a player is, right? you know, so you either had to sell him cheap or just ride it out. <laughs> so, so that's, uh, pretty much all we have to, to say about stacks. I think, yep. um, one thing I did want to touch on, um, what's your take on, and Rogers given thirty five million back or whatever. Um, when I first saw it, I, you know, I was kind of like, "Oh, that's sob." You know, <laughs> think what Green Bay could have done with that. But at the same time, I mean, he's not a Packer anymore. I mean, that I it's tough because I I almost kind of view the two teams kind of similar. Um, you know, I, I think New York's got on the defensive side of it got a, maybe a little bit of an edge. Uh, being a little little bit better defense, um, and then obviously you got Garrett Wilson and you know and all the weapons. You know Brees Hall coming back. They signed Delvin Cook. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and they've got yeah. Lazard and they've got Cobb, Cobb and yeah, basically <laughs> Green Bay <Right>. Jets. <laughs> yeah. So, but but um, but the guys that aren't good enough in Green Bay. Yeah. So you know my my problem is that you know and I and I've read a whole bunch of stuff in various places that you know well you know. Rodgers was mistreated in Green Bay. Rodgers was never mistreated in Green Bay. Um, you know, oh, they never gave him a wide receiver. Well, he had one of the best wide receivers in all of football. Yeah. Um, no, they didn't go out and draft first round dra- uh, um, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They wanted to shore up the defense because defense wins championships. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's interesting that now he wants to win a ring. 
He didn't want to win a ring. You know, it's it's like my comparison between, you know, the people who say that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Uh, And I'm not getting into an argument about Tom Brady and the GOAT. I was just Tom Brady, however, always took less money to ensure that he had a surrounding cast. Mr. Prima Donna Rogers always wants as much as Aaron Rodgers can get. Yeah. Or at least that's how he's been his entire career. Mm-hmm. He's had a chip on his shoulder since he was drafted number 24 instead of one. Mm-hmm. He had to sit for three years behind uh, behind Brett Favre. Brett Favre, who, I mean, it's Brett freaking Favre. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, it's, it's interesting that in three years, we've never heard any complaints out of Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. He was drafted in the first round. He didn't sit there and go, well, it's time for me to play. Um, you know, I, I, I wish, you know, I wish he could have done those types of things. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that, that um, Tom Brady is the most decorated quarterback probably in history. Oh, yeah. And for that reason, a lot of people believe he is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's willing to give back money or take less than than what he should to ensure that he can win championships, great. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers will probably be one of the top quarterbacks, one or two, in the next 30 years. Yep. Um, and and back as far as we know, as far as you know, the touchdown to interception ratio, um, you know, and and we keep on hearing, well, you know, Mahomes is doing it. Uh, Mahomes has only been playing for five years, yeah, six years. Mm-hmm. I want to see him play for seventeen years or whatever it is, yeah. and still have those numbers. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not going to. I'm saying Rogers did that over an extended period of time. Yeah. So, you know, my GOAT stat-wise would still be Rodgers. My GOAT decoration-wise, you know, how, how well he's decorated for all of the, the things that he's done mm-hmm. is Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. I think anybody, well, not anybody, but the majority of football fans agree because I'm the same way. Like Brady's, you know, he's most decorated. Won it all, you know, just insane, you know, you know, with the Super Bowls and everything. And then, yeah, you you watch Rodgers, vintage Rodgers, and you're like, what the, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm always thinking of that, that pass to Jared Cook on the sideline. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. there's not... With no time, know, with almost no time yeah. left against Dallas. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's only maybe uh, and, there's only maybe three quarterbacks all time that could have made that throw. You know, right, and right, I and they and Rogers, they would show that over and over. They'd say, yeah. you know, you put a, a a football through a hole the size that a dime should be, yeah, and it's right there. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, yeah, we could yeah, have. I that. think I think the Rodgers taking the pay cut for the Jets to let them go out and get a piece or two or whatever. Um, I think part of it is the the argument Rodgers versus Brady that you know has come up in the last yep. you know five years or whatever, um, and I think part of it is if he wins a ring with a different team, that boosts him you know as well you know oh, instead yeah. of just winning a second with Green Bay, um, but yeah, yeah and and you know I yeah I'm fine that he did it mm-hmm. you know somewhat um, I just wish he would have given Green Bay a chance. Yeah. Um, 
Well, uh, to, what, to think back yeah. at what could have been with some of the receivers that were out there mm-hmm. on free agency that we could never quite afford. Yeah, well, even even the Jordan Love draft. Yeah. I was screaming at the TV when we traded up. I was screaming, take T. Higgins. Yep. Just T. Higgins, please, please. And then, I, I mean, and, you know, but, I mean, who but, knows? You know, I mean, it's and not my call to make and not my decision. But, but what if know. what if that uh, regression would have continued? Yeah. What if he would have? What if you know Rodgers would have continued getting a little bit worse, and then we're without a quarterback? Yeah. Well, and I mean, I guess so. They restructured his contract. He took the cut, and sounds like he's going to play for this year and next season. What yeah. do you think the Jets are going to do in the next draft? Uh, I mean, granted, they probably won't have a pick high enough to get one of the top guys, or they're going to go. Well, they don't. They're gonna they don't have and, a first round pick. I know that, or they're. I mean, so they're going to go and trade, <laughs> you know, and get somebody, you know, or sign sign somebody, you know. But they're not going to have any money next year. I know, but I mean, that I mean, thirty five million you know, came if off. Aaron's of... worried about somebody coming in again, like Green Bay. You know, he's going to be in the same boat, and then he just lost thirty five and a half million dollars, right, or whatever right. it was. And and that's what you know. You know, that's what some of the people were saying. I mean, like yeah. you expect to ever get that money back? Yeah, no. <laughs> so take two years, and he's probably so, especially right. if they win a ring. Oh you yeah, know, he's. He, I guarantee, if he wins a ring in the next two years, he's for sure done. What if he wins it this year? He might be done. I. I I, th- I think that is might all be of that, what he's hoping is on. Is all of that money guaranteed, though? Oh, shoot, I don't remember. Because I think with the restructure, he'd have to play next year to get yeah. uh, a majority of it. I mean, his his yeah. salary cap number this year is like 9.8. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't remember that. But It's just, uh, it's yeah. just you know, stupid. But yeah. So that's all we've got for this week. Um, you know, we'll come back with some new uh, new stuff next week. Um, maybe we'll talk about uh, you know some of the injuries and and such that are happening and mm-hmm. and the holdouts and and everything. I you know I kind of I think we need to touch on that a little bit yeah. to you know let people perspective uh, drafts that are coming up um, who may be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean we're looking at. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, Jacobs, Jacobs. flying out of Vegas as training camp starts. <laughs> yep. Um, the injury to um, Seattle's running back. Um, Ken Walker. Ken Walker yeah. with Charbonnet already injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's there's a lot to talk about, and uh, we'll be back next week and, and talk about some of that. Otherwise, I uh, hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. This is Ozzy. And this is Austin. Talk to you later. Bye.